that propels me to just push hard. Like somebody did it for me, so I have to do it for other people. Like what type of person would I be if I just gave up? Pod is a production of the Queen's Podcast Lab. Hello, my name is Brittany Gallego, and this is the QC Podcast. QC Pod features the people, projects, movements, and ideas that make up the Queen's College community. To learn more, visit us at queenspodcastlab.org slash QCPod. This week on QC Pod, we feature an episode of Holden Velasco's Unlacing Our Shoes, a podcast that humanizes athletes. Velasco, editor-in-chief for the Night News, interviews QC basketball player Jaden Serafin. Velasco and Serafin both lost their mothers at an early age. They discuss the impact of this loss on their lives and athletics. My mother passed away January 2020, literally right before COVID hit. So, you know, like, it was kind of like things were just toppling on top of each other. Like, it was just a weird time. Like, I wouldn't even... Welcome to Unlacing Our Shoes. I'm Holden Velasco. Today, I'm speaking with Jaden Serafin, men's basketball player here at Queens College. Jaden lost his mother in 2020 at the height of the pandemic after she fought a long battle with breast and liver cancer. Here's Jaden on what that was like. My mother passed away January 2020, literally right before COVID hit. So, you know, like, it was kind of like things were just toppling on top of each other. Like, it was just a weird time. Like, I wouldn't even... Me personally, I can't speak for everybody that experienced death with me, but me personally, it was just a weird time because it's like I really couldn't breathe properly because it's like, all right, now everybody's dying. And I know that sounds terrible, but it's like we were waking up day to day not knowing what was going to happen, who were we going to lose. So it was kind of like just keeping your, just trying to stay above water. There was a lot of unknowns back around that time. And I go like reminiscing going back to that time. Um, it was like so many people that I knew were also losing their parents, and they were just helping me cope through my issue two months prior. So it was like so much going on. I didn't really know how to really grasp it. And I tell people this all the time, and I say it all the time: life did not feel real for those first, I would say, year and a half for the first year and a half or two years, because it's like. So much happened at one time, and you would never imagine that all that would happen. And I don't think anyone knew how to feel during COVID, regardless of of a loss or not. But nope. I think when you really look at it too, let's let's take away, push to the side the whole life and death thing. I mean, another form of your life. I mean, your whole life is basketball at that point. Nope. And now they say you can't play, right? Nope. You can't. You can't even go outside. The rims are taken down. Nope. And, you know, me personally, when I lost my mom, my outlet was to go find those rims. I mean, how did you handle that during quarantine without having... And that right there is the unfortunate connection that Jaden and I both share in our life stories. We both lost our mothers to cancer. 
in high school. I lost my mother to leukemia in January of 2019. And like Jaden, at the time I was playing basketball. I had a horrible game. I didn't make a single shot. And I remember sitting on the bench after the game, just crying my eyes out, refusing to acknowledge anybody that was trying to comfort me. Jaden had a game a few days after his mother passing, and it went better for him. Let's listen in on how that went. Big game, and like everybody knew about what was going on, like the opposing players as well. Like, but I don't know. That game just felt like a movie. Honestly, I played very, I played well, I played well. But it was kind of bothering me that my coach wasn't saying anything to me when I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing. I told him, I said, just coach me. Just coach me. Don't don't act like anything just happened two days ago. Just coach me because that's what I need. We ended up losing the game. And after the game, I just ran to the locker room, just broke down. Like, I was just hurt, man. I was just like, because I felt like that was the first time where I got to all right, really sit down and be like, yo, I really feel the pain. I'm about to go home and I can't even go sit next to my mom like I did every single night before and just tell her about my day. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, damn, bro. Like, what am I going to do? And I don't know. Like, the game felt normal to me, but I know this for sure. Everybody else had their eyes on me. Nobody thought I was going to play that day. Nobody... Nobody expected to see me that nobody expected to see me for weeks, you know? Um, but I didn't I just didn't stop my life, basically. Yeah. And what what way do you mean it felt like a movie? Do do you feel like everyone was watching you or what was it? Yeah. Like I felt like everybody was watching me. Like I remember um during the game I'm running down court and the ball goes out of bounds next to the crowd. And it's a big crowd and one of my one of my teammates' moms are in the crowd, and then she just says, Jaden, I love you. And I was like, wow. Like, everybody's just watching right now. And it didn't bother me because I expected it. You know, um, I didn't try to make the death a big deal, but I know a lot of people, so it just like, it just happened that everybody ended up finding out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, like things like that. Like my my teammates' mom saying, "Jaden, I love you." My dad speaking to me during halftime, asked me if I was okay. Like just things like that. But I was kind of just trying to play. Like I didn't want to sit down. I, I I just like I said, I just want to keep my life going. I just want to keep the ball rolling. Like I didn't really like the attention that came with it. Truthfully. After speaking with Jaden for another 20 to 30 minutes about the initial shock that we both went through when we lost our mothers, I wanted to ask him about lingering questions, questions that are still relevant to our lives today, both in athletics and in everyday life. Is there a moment on the court where, passingly even, that you think about her? I'll say, like, if I'm having a rough day at practice or something, or, like, where or a rough workout, and I feel like I can't make it through, I always just remind myself of what she did to, to stick around for me. Um, like, she she fought through breast cancer and beat it. 
and the way I see that is like she wanted to be here for us so much that she really put everything else aside and just remained resilient and stuck around and beat breast cancer the first time. And the second time she caught cancer, um, I was with her that whole day and she waited all the way until I was with her the whole entire day. I would say from like 2 p.m. to like 11 o'clock at night. She waited for me to leave the room for her to pass. And like, I find that very resilient. I got there at 2 o'clock. She could have went at 4, 5, 6. She waited till the end of the day when I left the, when I left the room for her to go. And I feel like that right there is just like, that propels me to just push hard. Like, somebody did it for me, so I have to do it for other people. Like, what type of person would I be if I just gave up, you know? So, um, anything like conditioning workouts, like I'm not too big on lifting, but even when I'm lifting, I tell myself, just don't stop. Like, just keep going because somebody did it for me. Somebody died doing it for me. That's really sweet. And I really love that sentiment. And for us, I think it's kind of normal to have that kind of outlook on our mother's passing. But for other people, it's it's really strange. And I, I think this is something that's always, I guess, bothered me, but something I've always noticed. And I want to ask your opinion on it. When you tell someone that your mother passed, they always say, I'm sorry, or some variation of that. I'm sorry, I didn't know, whatever it may be. And I mean, I don't have an answer for this. Why do you think people do that? Why do they always say, I'm sorry? Um, it's actually so funny that you just asked me that because I had a, a meeting earlier today with um, some very important people and I had to bring up that topic and that was their exact response. And I would say the reason for saying I'm sorry is because Everybody understands how important it is to have a mother figure at, at these crucial times of life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, hearing that, hearing that somebody's mother passed away is like, yo, how is he still surviving? How is he existing? People's moms do everything for them, bro. Like you had a mother at one point. I had a mother at one point. Like any question I had, I'm asking my mother. You know, I have my father, of course, but. You know, I was just always asking my mother the question, like, no matter what it was, like, so people look at it like, yo, how is he doing this? How is he surviving? You played that game the same day your mother passed. I played the game two days after my mother passed. People are looking at me like, yo, how is he here right now? How did he just make that shot knowing that he does not have a mother anymore? You know, so it's like, it's normal to us now, but it's so mind boggling to a lot of people. Absolutely. You're right. I think that's what it is, too. It's just because people can't even grasp the concept that they're going to lose their mother, like in general, at a young age, too. Like you said, it's completely mind boggling to lose your mom when you're so young. You know, naturally, you're supposed to outlive your parents. And this actually is kind of along the lines of a thought that I, I've had. Right. It's if I could go back to my younger self, what what would I say to him? before my mom passed. And I kind of want to get your take on this as well. What would you say to a younger version of yourself 
right before your mom passed, what would you tell him? I wouldn't even tell him about the moment, truthfully. I wouldn't even tell him about the moment. I would tell him just live in the present. Because um, I'm not sure if this is off topic or anything, but um, I didn't know she was passing away until the day that she passed away. But she was dealing with cancer, uh, I'll say about six, seven months beforehand. And if she had told me that she was passing away in six, seven months, my senior year would have been completely different than the way it turned out. So if I were to speak to myself in 2018, I, would, I wouldn't even bring it up. I would just tell myself, keep working hard because it's going to pay off. Keep doing the things that nobody wants, nobody wants to um, acknowledge because it's going to pay off. And I'll, I will honestly, it will be a long conversation, but I will be way further than I am right now. You have been listening to Unlacing Our Shoes, a podcast focused on humanizing athletes, produced by Holden Velasco. Thank you to Jaden Serafin for taking the time to share your story. Thank you, Jason Tuga and Edwin Hernandez for guidance in producing. Thank you to Ariana Ars and Carlos Montoya Jr. for guidance in brainstorming. Introductory music is Dalia by Hedlund. Outro music is An Old Shadow of Mine by Hedlund. I'm Holman Velasco. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to QC Pod, the podcast about all things Queens College. We are on Twitter at QCPod and on the web at queenspodcastlab.org slash QCPod. Our theme music is Lake Monsters by John Flansburg of the Might Be Giants. I'm Brittany Gallego. Thanks for listening. <laughs>